Hello everybody, welcome to the UK Packer podcast as usual, I'm your host, that's T Diddy. See, I said UK Packer, I didn't even go for the Packers because we were talking about um, Lethal Weapon and they might be releasing another one, Daryl. Yeah, uh, like, look, five. Danny Glover was already too old for this, so what's... Oh, he's been he too old for this shit for like three films, so in the fifth one he's kind of, I mean, is it just going to be the two of them sitting in a home? I just don't know. <laughs> with flashbacks of other actors yeah. playing them as young people. As yeah. they do. Bring back the mullet is what I say. What's the story, yeah. bro? Um, look, yeah. can I address something? Can I address something here? Go on, go on. Go address on, go something on. here, right? Um, great response to the Mark Murphy um, podcast. And I yeah. like the good comments, right? Yeah. Um, and people are saying, oh my God, what a get, right? But let me, let me, but let me just, can I, can I, can I, let me just, but without, without sounding too, you know. Yeah. We've had him on before. I mean, it's yeah. not. It, I mean, it's it's not your first rodeo, baby. No, I've I've Mark Murph fees uh, cell number in my phone, humble brag. So cell I mean, it's number. Not, no, we're not saying cell number. Well, we ha- well yeah, it's, it's the same mobile phone number. We've got his mobile. Why don't you call me on my cell? So yeah, I have I've had him on before, though. and sometimes I I do that, and then people who aren't exposed exposed to that, they look at it and go, oh wow, and you're like going, yeah, but. Um, but yeah, look, the Packers are coming over to London, baby. Uh, tickets, don't know, yeah. don't know. Yeah, don't know, don't know. Well, listen, let's put it this way. Uh, I think this. I don't want to say this. I don't want to say this, and I haven't said this. This is off the record. Right. But Spurs Stadium is fantastic, mm. right? It's top of the range. It's classy place to go. Um, but it's too small. Yeah, too small. Yeah, sixty-two fell. Yeah, as far because people are like, "Oh, can we move it to Wembley?" Well, no, and then the, like, there won't be enough space then anyway. So, um, it, put it this way: there'll be there'll be plenty of people squished into the one seat. I'm reckoning we get three fans to every seat. Probably a health and safety issue. But uh, hey, do you know what I was thinking as well? In the spirit of it, maybe the halftime or the the game, the, the speech before the game should be just Lafleur going in and saying, "Lads, it's Spurs." <laughs> yeah, lads, come on, it's Spurs, Spurs, lads, it's Tom. Um, yeah, I wonder will um, will Robbie Keane be playing for any of the teams? Yeah, no, I don't know. No, if he comes out, he'd be going. I oh, didn't touch anything. I did. That was all stolen before I got here. No, the W say. Yeah, when I was a kid, I always looked at the Packers and thought I'd love to play for those. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's it. But that's every single club. I mean, every come club. on, Robbie. How many? How many teams did you support? You're gonna get bullied as a kid for doing that kind of thing. No. I know. Like I've always said it. Uh, back in my bedroom when I was growing up, I always dreamed of playing for sports. Of playing, and then latent. Orient. And I always thought they yeah. were a bleeding rabbit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Always loved playing for Doncaster. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so. uh, quite good, Al Robbie. Uh, let's not denigrate him. We do love him. But um, what were we talking about? Yeah, it's been a busy few weeks, really, hasn't it, in Packerland? It's been all right. Do you know who I feel sorry for, though? And I don't. Well, I don't. I don't. I'm only saying this to be magnanimous. Um, but uh, I feel sorry for the Bears fans, and in fact, everybody in our division, because they must have been going, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, do you know what, but, though? Screw them. Because there was so much of this, like, oh, yeah, let's see what you're going to be like. And do you know what? I'm glad it's put into bed. Now, we will say at this point, right, is he's coming back. He has confirmed himself he's coming back. We just don't know the particulars. Yes. We don't yeah. know. Well, the, I think we should talk about the, the particulars in a second. But carry on, carry on. We sorry, will. you well, don't feel sorry for them because... The alleged particulars. Because, yeah. like, and even the fans, right, the fans' quotes, who were like, oh, yeah, well, I hope you're happy Rogers goes and we're in mediocrity. And don't get... It's like, oh, listen, 
list. You know, he split the fan base down the the midlay, and um, it was all of the. That is that's the that's the Latin for middle, by the way. But yeah, um, don't, no, I don't look it up. Don't, no, don't look it up. Um, so yeah, look, the people have their way about him. Um, the, you know, look, I'll say it here, is that if the Packers win, the Packers do bring him back. Uh, there's apparently a four year deal there. We don't know that it's a four year deal. We don't know no. the how it's laid out. We know the guaranteed money is apparently ridiculous. People yeah. criticise them like, oh, he says it's not about the money, but it's obviously about the money. And you're like, oh, look, yes, it's it's a factor. Um, but also, um, the Packers bringing him back, Daryl, have accepted his off-field antics as well. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Yeah. I'm not, look, I'm not, we had our Yeah, we're not here to talk about this. We still yeah, do here to talk about this. have our yeah. beef with the, the BS that was going on. And me, uh-huh. me, for the way you went about it, was was cackola, right? Um, yeah. And that's fine. But we always said, look, you know, he's he's a multifaceted person, man. Um, and, you know, from what he does on the field, that's where you care about whether he's on the team. It doesn't make sense. He's the MVP two years running at his age. Um, you know, there's ins and outs, there's ups and downs, but it makes sense. But, Daryl, that kind of says to me that, look, the Packers know what they're getting with Rodgers. Now, obviously, behind the scenes, uh, he managed to utter Brian Gutekunst's name like Voldemort, eventually. Yeah. Um, and he was able to get over that. So this is sort yeah. of like... Uh, and people, you know, you can talk about that thing as well, Daryl, like, he's good in the, in the regular season, he's bad in the postseason, maybe, right? But Aaron Rodgers versus anybody else still gives you a better chance to go uh, the whole hog, and he's an yeah. MVP. It's debatable. I that's a so. debatable point. I right? think so. Well, you see... And that's and I think this is where the division comes down on now. We don't know anything about the terms, but if we go on the tweets that were sent out about sort of going, he's the highest paid NFL player of all time. I was kind of thinking, oh really? Does two MVPs and no Super Bowl does that is does do you warrant that? Um, you know, has he brought us home a Super Bowl? Yes, he has. But in the recent past, has he? No. Does he choke when we get to the playoffs? Kinda. Is he worth all that money? Probably not. But is. And is he a divisive figure on and off the field? Now he is, yes. Is he a divisive figure on the field now? I think yes. Because there is that. Are we only paying this guy to, to get us to the playoffs and then he just hangs up his hat and sits down again? Because I get the point. If he's going to be the highest paid NFL player, I think that will rankle a few people up the wrong way. And I think the point is our cap is still cack. Even if we get there this year, it's going to have horrible ramifications for the next few years. Am I happy he's back? Yes. Can he go and win as a Super Bowl still? Yes. Um, yeah. Is Jordan Love did that? Is the Jordan Love experiment over? Probably. Did it work? I don't Probably. know. Probably. Yeah. Well, that's a, there. It is, Daryl. And the, and this is what I really annoyed is that there's there's like conversation police out there, and you're not a, you're not Daryl. You're not allowed to say you're not allowed to say that Jordan Love being drafted put a fire under A Rod's arse. It did. Yeah. It did. It hundred percent did. I think it worked. Certain, I think it worked. And look again. Did Gudekunst think that that was was that a play by him? Uh, yeah, no, know. Um, but at the same yeah. time, did it work out? Yeah, yeah. But, the, but is he a Machiavelli? Is is he is he a Machiavelli? Is he a guy that can go out and do these type of things? Is he like Sherlock Holmes's greatest ever villain in Moriarty that he was twenty steps ahead? Probably not. But it all worked out well in the end. Is Love going to stay now? Probably not. But that's I don't um, know. There, I mean, we don't have the particulars of the contract. And the thing is, is I, I've said this for I I said this me. Uh, I've said this for a while now. Is that I? Well, we're on record. 
we're yeah, on we're on record, right? This is the thing we've hundreds of episodes you can go back and listen to. It. But I've always sort of maintained that I thought Rodgers would probably bow out. I thought he would have done it had he won the Super Bowl this time around um, and sailed off into the sunset. Now, people are bringing his uh, personal life into it and saying, oh, because he's back with uh, Shalene Woodley and that has a factor. It, I, I don't know how it, it's a factor, but it might be a factor. And like, there's no point speculating because I haven't a rashers. But, um, you know, all this type of stuff. And like, that's why he's doing this because of well, this reason. He's personal. I have no idea. I have no idea. Is it, is it if his agent and I gotta get me a hand on his agent because my god he's doing a good job even if the figures are even way south of what we were told it's gonna be a decent package for this man mm. um, do you think that the reason for this is because he is going to bow out after this regardless as soon as this contract is up I think it's arguable he's not going anywhere else he's not gonna do a Brady on it and go off into the sunset and win another Super Bowl He, I think to be honest the way this looks to me is, is that when this four years is up he's done yeah it, it seems like it. Look, the guy, you know, thinks a lot of himself, obviously, um, and he's got a big platform and he does have influence and all of that comes with baggage and stuff. And he, you know, from his quote that time where he maintained that when he won the Super Bowl, he was kind of like, is this it really? You know, so it's important to him. He's competitive, but he's a complex fella or a complicated fella. It, it's multifaceted, but how we got here is very nuanced. You know, by the fact that what what is what is the GM supposed to do when your quarterback is aging and getting disgruntled and not getting on with people in the in the you know building apparently, um you know you draft his successor you, if you think he's on his way out he's just doing his job and obviously Daryl what Gudekunst did uh, was explained to Rogers by Gudekunst in some way or Gudekunst put his hand up and sort of said look these were the reasons. Uh, this is the reason that that doesn't apply anymore. And obviously Aaron Rodgers bought it um, and got behind it because he's coming back to the organization. And as well as that, obviously Gudekunst doing what he did with Rasul Douglas and with Devondre Campbell and all of this. But it worked there because, I mean, Rodgers was dropping ni- names, names all over the place saying like, look, you know, it just goes to show what you can do. How the hell are we getting these players off the street? So Gudekunst is sort of, you know put his money where his mouth is and said, look who I can get, look who I can surround you with. And as well as that, and I just want to put be on the record and state this, the salary cap is an illusion. I don't care anymore about the salary cap. I'm not going to listen to anybody when they tell me about the salary cap. I like the fact that it exists. I will acknowledge its existence, but I'm never going to rely anymore, Daryl, about saying they can't do this because of the salary cap. Because we've seen now there is there is about a billion different ways that Russ Ball knows what to do. So anybody who tells you this is an impossibility, I say bollocks. Because it, it, it just goes to show they can do whatever the hell they want. It's, it's numbers on a page. Yeah. Well, it's like the US national debt. Just keep lifting that ceiling. You don't have to pay it. Uh, but it's one of those things. It's almost... Okay, so Gooty's put... He needs to now put his mouth where his money is. Because I think it's going to be really interesting now. Is Rogers going to play out the four years of that contract if it's four years long? We don't know. Yeah. Um, but now I think succession planning is definitely on the table and I think it's definitely going to have to have input from A-Rod. I don't think Goody's going to go out and buy another Jordan Love if, of course, if Love doesn't hang on in there and I don't know if he will now. But succession planning is surely on the table now. And, you know, Rogers says he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild and all that. That's fine, but in two years' time, I can absolutely see him being wanted to be part of a rebuild because he's got a hand over He's going to have to hand over at some point during this. We're yeah. never going to get to a stage where Rogers just disappears and all of a sudden we bring in, here comes rookie QB, here comes rookie QB, go for it, boy. 
Yeah, but look, you have to acknowledge what you don't know. I think that's very important in these situations. Mm, And so that's why I always, I laugh and they laugh and they laugh. When people come out categorically and say, oh, and you're like, hold on, let's just acknowledge the stuff we don't know know? and then talk around it because we don't know what was said behind closed doors. I I can conceive the idea and believe the idea that Aaron Rodgers has said to them, look, I've only about two to three years left in me. Um, you know, if you back me for that time, if you include me in conversations, I will gear Jordan Love to take over after me. Yeah. And it's a very it's it's the guy who hands over the organization at the end and isn't bitter about it. Whereas obviously yeah. Rogers wasn't ready to to pass it up. He's proven yeah. to himself and to everybody else that he can still play at an MVP level. You know, what did he do? What did he do? He went out and got two MVPs. So rock it up your ass. He definitely did it. But I agree with that. I think he thought, hang on a minute, why are you, why are you, what's this succession planning now? Yeah. And I, I, this goes back to the root cause, I think, what caused all this ruction in the first place. But I think what's really key is now, if they've, clean, if they've cleared the air, I think Rodgers will definitely be on board. Yeah, well, it looks. Saying, get but, me involved. But again, like I've sort of said it before as well, like this whole perfect storm thing. It, it, you know, it's sort of. It was at the perfect time to make the run they did. And as well as that, you know, we can blame Rodgers, of course, for the playoff stuff and he's complicit in it. Absolutely. Uh, But if you listen to Eric Stokes' comments on the show that came out that I retweeted from the group account, right? He he was asked, like, you you know, how are you feeling about that loss? And he was like, look, we, everybody, the whole roster didn't expect to lose. And that's the problem. That was the problem all along is that they thought they'd come in, walk this game and on to the next one. Rodgers said he would make his decision in that week between the NFC Championship game and the Super Bowl. That's how far ahead he was looking and he was thinking about his own future. But there are, look, that's a bad attitude. And that's and again, that's that seems so like, oh, it's a game of two offs type of analysis that it's, it, it's bullshit, it doesn't mean anything. But it's not because all of LaFleur's heavy losses have usually come up against a team that either just blew us out strategically and we got completely outcoached a la the Niners or we thought we could walk all over. And that's happened plenty of times. Uh, in LaFleur's Le, uh, losses and there hasn't been many but to that it's like it, he always points to attitude and goes I don't understand and the, get, the players looked visibly shell-shocked after that loss but look Rodgers has come on back and that means Devontae Adams Darrell uh, is allegedly yes, going to be franchise tag the franchise let's go tag. baby yeah, um, yeah. Surprise, surprise. you know it's 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 a bit uh, bsy to sort of go is this a good move it's quite obviously a good move when you have the best wide oh, receiver in yeah, the league yeah. Taking the salary cap stuff out of it, Daryl, it just seems like a no-brainer, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think we discussed that. That was what we wanted to see. Was obviously when we discussed this a couple of weeks ago, we said what we'd love to see is we want A-Rod back. We want him to franchise tag Adams, but they need to get Rodgers first before they can use the franchise tag because the argument was if Rodgers isn't there, hmm. Adams won't want to be there. You don't want to franchise tag a guy who doesn't want to be there. Um, and I think that's the point as well. I'm really looking forward to listening when all this nonsense has settled and the agreements have been sorted out i'd love to hear what way are they talking now because last year it was all about yeah this is our one shot we're out together for the last time this is almost like we're together for the last last time yeah. and i'd be interested to see are they all as motivated as they were rogers clearly is but then a lot of wonga will probably motivate you to a degree i want to see where his head's at what does he think uh, i don't even want him to get mvp again next year can we just focus on something else stop focusing on yourself aaron let's get this done as a team uh, i'd be really interested to see what goes on yeah, it is. You know what? And I was going to jump in and sort of be like, look, I've heard that narrative as well. And people are like, oh, he's more concerned with him. Look, the thing is, if your quarterback is MVP, it's like having the fastest car in Formula One. It it like, you know, if you're, if you're a race car driver focused on winning the Players' Championship 
more than likely the team championship will go hand in hand with that. Obviously, we saw that that didn't happen. But like by and large, that's what's going to happen, right? Um, so it's the same as that, like, is that he can focus on MVP all he likes. If he gets it, it means that he's playing at a damn good level and we're winning games. So, you know, so be it. And yes, if the case is something like he cared about getting the MVP and when he kind of had it in the bag, he went and shit the bed when he came up against the Niners in the playoffs or something. Look, I I don't know. The, the whole team was outcoached. Uh, they expected oh, to yeah. win. And there's loads, yeah, of, yeah. there's loads of stuff in on that. But look, the salary cap to me, Daryl, is a complete illusion. Uh, the fact that they'll get Rodgers back, and it's the true point because didn't we see the shenanigans from Devontae Adams where he was throwing his toys out of the pram when he had to play that game with uh, Jordan Love against Kansas City last season? You know, he looked like a guy who kind of just wouldn't take anything that wasn't spot on. Um, so that was kind of, you know, exactly that. And Gudekunst was honest. And obviously, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers fell. That was the first domino. Everything else falls after that, and that will be the case. But look, it's all gymnastics. It's all salary cap gymnastics after this point. Um, um, but look, the receiver class, and we're going to have uh, Peter Jones on, and he's, uh, we're going to get the teasers out for his draft guide really yes. soon. Is that the wide receivers, allegedly, allegedly, it's like the salary cap, but it's kind of an illusion as well because some of these lads don't work out. Um, you know, look, they're deep in wide receivers. So if they can get Rodgers a weapon. But it's it's mad though, Daryl, isn't it really, that if it is the case that Rodgers has said to them, look, Give me a pile of guaranteed. I'll try to take it to the promised land. Eric Stokes talking about the hunger thing is saying that it's unfinished business. The way the season ended in such an anticlimax. Oh, yeah. Um, it either damages your material as a team and they feel like they just can't get over that hump. But, you know, the fact that they really, really, honest to God, thought they had a chance. And I love that I put it out like, you know, it's 2027. Brian Gudekunst steps to the podium, you know, and sort of signs Aaron for another extra year. And then someone put underneath the tweet like, oh, this is the last, 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 last dance. It's kind of like, how far yeah. does it go? No, it is that way. It is going to be that like yeah. that. But I think that what's key there is, um, and you know, we were talking about Eric Stokes and they're talking about the hunger and the unfinished business. This is probably a big pile of BS. And this is me against Silver lining everything. But this win was harder for the team to take because they weren't outplayed. They just didn't play. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're going to want to show what they're capable of doing because they did it all year. And then all of a sudden they get against the team and it, it happened for loads of different reasons. But I think a lot of it was we looked beyond them quicker than we should have. We should have focused on what was going on in the field. Um, but it is one of those things that they can definitely motivate themselves again and do away that loss and say, well, that wasn't us. That's not how we play and steal themselves to, to just do and be consistent the whole time. Forget about the playoff nonsense. Yeah. Just play. Yeah, and I mean, you know, as you said, I think it was a team psyche, the one game at a time thing, but they certainly dropped the ball on that when it got to the playoffs. I think because so, yeah. And multiple yeah, players came out and said they'd look past the Niners, yeah. um, which is yeah. dangerous. You know, oh, we don't pay attention to news. Yeah, you do. You know, because you sort of thought, like everyone was yeah. saying that the Niners... Wait, of course you do. But the Niners yeah. were banged up and they, they got dumped then after that. You know, you just look at it and go, yeah, fine. That was what was even harder to take, though. Yeah. It was just so hard to take. I'm still not over it, but I mean, I am, I'm hopeful that the team is going to remain settled. I don't want to go into a stage of rebuild just yet. I don't want to dismantle a team and start all over again. I'm too old for this. Too old for this. <laughs> Dear Goody, Daryl, yeah, the fan yeah, is, stop it. is too old. Just yeah, look, I don't know. I one mean, at a time, just one at a time. Don't, don't, don't dismantle my entire team. But it just could be magical uh, in the sense of, and I'm not saying it's going to work out because it still might uh, go to pop, but how magical would it be if Aaron Rodgers was in on this transition? Um, oh, why not? And, you why, know, why can't he? It happens in every other sport on the planet, to a degree. You know. Yeah, but like, to but, a degree. But look at look at what's happening to the commanders. Is that they're getting Carson Wentz <laughs> of all people, um, and then we see Matt commanders. Stafford just decides he wants to leave. We see the Seahawks and Russell Wilson yeah. goes, which yeah. Daryl, 
I mean, we like a good gag. And if you if you read Oscar Wilde's transcripts of when he got done in court, it's because he just couldn't stop cracking gags. There was gags to be had and he brought in a bit of sarcasm. Yeah, it's um, just, it's always the case though when you're in a really uncomfortable position and you crack out the old gags. What can yeah. you do? And, and then you look at, I was going to put this tweet out, but I thought maybe it's moved on too much and people wouldn't get it. Is that the people who run the Seahawks social media team are like the Bruce Willis character in Friends where Ross sort of says to him, like, why do you not like me? And he goes, it's not that I don't like you, it's just I'm very protective. And also, they just keep coming to me. And it's just, they just, they were just, the jokes were low-hanging fruit, so we decided to just keep jumping in. And that's the same same as the Seahawks. They put out this tweet yeah. about, like, uh, you know, Castaway, where he's shouting for Wilson. And I'm kind of thinking, like, as a sort of a, you know, someone who doesn't have skin in the, in the game here, I'm like, all right, funny, all right, objectively funny, good use of that GIF slash meme slash video or whatever. But also, imagine we'd lost Rogers, and we, you know, we're very cerebral, and we'd like to think we don't understand it, but, you know, th- there is that visceral reaction to that feeling oh, yeah. of loss. And to yeah. lose Russell Wilson, and apparently it all broke down at the end like a bad divorce, and they were all kind of annoyed at each other. And for your social media team to put out, like, Wilson, you know, and you're like on, maybe don't go for the joke there. Maybe let fans grieve for a bit and don't dump all over them that their franchise quarterback is now pissed off. It's bizarre. Bizarre. Yeah, it's just that I'm sick. I'm, I'm just so happy with a steady ship since LaFleur came in. We've had a really steady ship. Everything has been not amazing. There's lots we can improve on. But we're, in again, in much better shape than a lot of other franchises out there. And I like that. I liked, I'm so used to this level of consistency now. I don't remember the 80s like other people do. You know, I'm just used to this level of consistency. We've been spoiled. And I just don't want it to go away just yet. Just give me another year. Yeah, because... Year. But that was a talking point, though. I mean, do you pull off the plaster now? Do you keep Rogers around for a yeah. year and then walk for nothing? This this is mutually beneficial to everybody. And, yeah. and you know, yes. everyone said, oh, well, well, I'll get this for love now and love's better than all the quarterbacks in this year's draft. Like, hold on. Let's see what the story is. Because if Rogers' deal is set up in such a way and they have an agreement behind the scenes that he will nurture Jordan Love, mm-hmm. uh, well, then, you know, the Packers still have that succession plan. And Gudekunst has pulled off something there that seemed almost impossible. Here was your MVP who was disgruntled with the organisation, wanted to go. Personally didn't like you. Personally didn't like you. And you still managed to run this deal through? Yeah, and get him on board and stay I mean, he's going to get big numbers. Let's face it, he's going to get big numbers, right? Um, I mean, the man doesn't want for any money, but that's not the point. He wants to get paid for what he can do or what the organisation perceive he can do. And I, honest to God, believe that we're in a better shape with him than without him, no matter what. Oh, 100%. If he left this year, there's no succession. There's no succession. There's no handover because he doesn't. He didn't have a part in it. He doesn't want to know about it. If he has a hand in this and you say to him, look, Aaron, we want you to try as much as you can, empty as much of your brain into the next generation as you can. Hmm. Uh, and why wouldn't he want to do that? He's being paid well to do it. And he's also being consulted to do it. Yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, he might feel that he has that control and that... Yeah. Look, I always thought as well, Daryl, is that... You know, whatever about this flexing and this power and this control, Aaron Rodgers has been around the block. He's he's seen yeah. other quarterbacks go to different teams. Sometimes it's worked out. Sometimes it totally hasn't. Um, and it's never guaranteed, no matter how good you are. And if he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild at his age, I argue that going to a different team who had the salary cap and money to shoulder the burden of his contract by its very nature, was probably full of young and inexperienced yeah. stars. But it's also, that's a, is that not a rebuild? It is. Is that not a rebuild? I think it you is. Know? And yeah. I, uh, to, yeah, to be honest with you, look, if you work for a company, Daryl, since you get out of college, and you are the you are the man in that place, Green Bay's a small place, and he was going down, and when he came out with that extraordinary presser when he came back from the precipice last season, 
And he was saying like, you know, when you're driving down and you look at the buildings and the extension and the expansion and you're sort of saying to yourself, that whole title town district is super modern. But he's yeah. looking at that and saying, like, that's the house that, you know, like the house that Peyton built down with the coast, that's the house that Aaron built. So he mm. is the big, big fish in a very little pond in Green Bay. I'm not saying that he wouldn't be a superstar when he went to New York, but, you know, or anywhere else, I'm not saying New York. Oh, he absolutely would be. I mean, he absolutely would be, but, let's face it. Yeah, he New would. York's a bad example, by the way. But he would, but I mean, stuff. the media and all that is different in Green Bay. You know, these are lads who are criticised yeah. sometimes for not asking the hard question, you know. So if he goes to another market, you know, he, that comes along with that BS. He's got to dredge that stuff up. But there's something probably, Daryl, about being in a system that you obviously thrive in because you're back-to-back MVP. He must have a fantastic understanding with the organization, both, you know, front office and players and staff. So, like, if you're in a really cushy job and you can become the highest paid player and you can do out your career and you've sort of sort of accepted this stoic mentality to move on, it made absolute sense that Aaron Rodgers stick around and ride off into the yeah. sunset now because... He's done his time. You know, he doesn't want... He doesn't want... I don't think he wants to be the guy, Daryl, that goes to a different place and has to reprove himself. He's, he's, never, he's never going to... He put it this way, he's never going to win another MVP if he goes somewhere else because MVP, yes, it's about his personal um, performance, but if let's face it, at a very basic level, he throws a ball. If someone doesn't catch it, nothing happens. Well, who um, who's his mate, Daryl? Tom Brady. What happened to him? He went from the Patriots. What did people say? Is it Brady? Is it Belichick? Brady's assistant quarterback. He wins Super Bowl in his first fairy tale year. They do exactly what the Packers have done and they bring everybody back in fact they actually brought everybody back which is the first time I think they've done it since the merger Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. they bring everybody back for the Tampa Bay and Brady gets put on his arse and he retires after not getting to Mecca again so it's not seen as an anticlimax Tom Brady doesn't owe anybody anything but I'm just saying Rodgers no. would have seen an identical situation where you can go somewhere new it can work out for you but it, with the exact same person it also didn't so it's not guaranteed so you know and God knows what conversations have behind the scenes but look at his age, Daryl, um, with seeing what happened to Brady, and it wasn't bad, you know, Brady was Brady put no. up the best numbers of his career in his last year, so it's not as if he declined, but that was another perfect example, is that Aaron Rodgers mm. can put up his MVPs and not get there. Tom Brady can have MVP numbers, not get the MVP, and still not get there. The Super Bowl is not guaranteed, even if your quarterback is lights out. That, and that's been shown time and time again. No, and unfortunately, we are on the receiving end of exact proof in exactly that point. Yeah. Um, on paper, we looked unstoppable, um, and it goes to show you. But I'm happy he's back, and for how much? I don't care. I don't care. So, yeah, but that, look, that's not for us to worry about. And I, you're always going no. to have this lark about, oh well, it's him and Devonta is 25.7 percent of the whole salary yeah, cap. You're care. like, going, of course they are. Okay. <laughs> You've got the best. They're big boys. We don't. We don't run. It's not our money. We don't no. run the organization. They've got to find the money. Uh, it's up to them. If they want him, bring. I'm quite happy to have him back. Uh, and look, anybody playing fantasy Premier League will understand. Uh, you you yep. set up a team and you get the best striker and you get the best midfielder and the best defender yep. and everyone else is <laughs> everyone else is <laughs> worth everyone else is worth about like a hundred grand. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, also, did anyone put a call in to uh, the country club in Green Bay to see if he renewed his golf membership? It's important that he has other interests. I don't know. I I think they asked a maid who cleaned his house to call the country club, but then she pissed off because she found yeah. his membership. Oh, 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 it's it's Aaron. Here. Uh, I'm just wondering, am I still a member? <laughs> and for how long did I pay? How much did I pay? <laughs> Was it there with Shalene? What's she like? Um, so, yeah, look, that's that's what it is. It, I, look, it, it, you have the MVP quarterback. 
back. And yes, he's going to have off the field shenanigans. Yes, the Packers are endorsing some of that stuff. But, you know, with all geniuses and all, you know, people who do this type of stuff, you get that sort of thing along with it. And they're happy enough to obviously. And if you need any new players, you're saying, look who we have. You're going to be playing with two time MVP in a row. You're going to be playing with Devontae. You want to come play for us? By the way, we can't give you six million. We can give you four million. But look who you're playing with. And they'll go, yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll sign up. I you get more results. Yeah, well, you know? I mean, you're not talking out your posterior because they asked uh, Devondre Campbell because he got sick, a very prideful guy. But he obviously got sick of the narrative of, you know, Greenbow was the best he could get. It was his last shot and he did it. And he came out and said, no. Uh, you know, I was offered more money to go elsewhere, but I thought Greenbow legitimately had a shout. And you'd have to expect, Daryl, that with Rogers back, with Devontae back, is that, yeah, that's still the case. Nothing's I just think really it's the thing. And then you're worried about your numbers on a page, right? You're going, well, I'm paying these two top dogs to attract all these other kids that could get more money elsewhere, but who do they want to play with? Yeah. Who do you want to play with? So, in other words, getting the back, yes, it blasts the cap, but it also reduces the cap. Yeah. And to be honest with you, it was kind of a, a topsy-turvy, up and down, you know, we're getting to know Aaron Rodgers better, sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse, sometimes for the indifferent. Mm. But look, the Aaron Rodgers show and the Aaron Rodgers book club continues. And, yeah. uh, you know, we're going to get more insight into the man. He we... owns many, many horse races. Yeah, well, horse look. races? But but this is the thing, was that we don't um, we don't have to agree with everything he says, but no. here it is. It's and we don't. Be... We don't on this pod, but we admire him as a player, God damn it. Yep. And look, I like listening to different points of view. So if I, if I disagree with it you're, and he comes out with it, you better believe you're not going to bully yeah. me with emails about to shut the hell up because we're going to keep saying it. Um, yeah. And we'll just block you. No, we block, we you. That block was, you. That's the best part. You've got your own opinion. We've yeah. got ours. Actually, we use, we use his advice that we just treat them with indifference. Um, yeah. which is always the best especially when they're really like, there's no need to get personal it's just an opinion opinions are like assholes everyone has one yeah some th- some people are one so there you go yeah. um, so from at Daryl J O'Brien from at Steedy NFL from at UK Packers do stay tuned I'll keep you updated on what I find out from the Packers about the actual tickets to the game everyone's very anxious Ooh. to get them um, and I don't have any info yet because the Packers don't have any info yet alright so there it is talk to you next week go Pack go